Hello, amigo, amigaso, Content Jefe. Welcome to another episode of the Content Jefe podcast, brought to you by the Pod Sound School. I'm Veronica. And I'm Studio Steve. We teach people how to make content and how to develop content marketing systems so they can grow online. We're content creators too, and we've been doing this for five years. And this podcast is for you if you're a content creator or business owner trying to figure it out this content marketing and how to make money online. Mm-hmm. On each episode, we'll bring you inside the world of content marketing so you can make better content and more money. And Veronica, we barely made it to this episode. Yes, you you hear my voice. Uh-huh. Uh, it, 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 we've been through some struggles. We've been through a lot of the sickness. You can call it the toddler winter season daycare uh, grandma flama. Oh man, it's been rough. Yeah, it's been pretty uh, hard. How do parents out there with small children in daycare mm-hmm. survive? I don't know. I don't know how they do it. Because we're trying to figure it out, a system. We're trying to figure out what we need I to feed our bodies. I was dipping my body in ice baths. <laughs> I mean, we're doing We've like... We've been juicing. We're juicing. We've got... I have my personal shaman. Uh, yeah, I'm a shaman. I'm a <laughs> Dr. Davis. Dr. Davis. Or, um, yeah, and we've got like oil infusers, everything else. But we're dedicated. We're here. And luckily, we batch record our podcast episodes. So... Mm-hmm. It, it helps us to actually have that flexibility to, you know, lose a week here and there with our content yeah. when things like a horrible winter cold yeah. knock us both And I in think the face. my voice sounds sexier this way. I think so too. Yeah. And this is going to be a fun episode because <laughs> Veronica has been doing a lot of research into yeah. parasocial relationships mm-hmm. and I'm excited to hear about that. Yeah. So in this episode, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you why podcasting is so effective mm-hmm. And I'm going to talk, I'm going to share with you what I found in my research uh, about part of social relationships. I divided this episode in three sections. The first one, I'm going to tell you the definition in case you don't know. Uh, The second uh, part of this episode, I will tell you the difference between podcasting and other types of media and why podcasting is so effective. Mm -hmm. And then the last part, I'm going to talk about parasocial traits that have been identified in podcasting. And doing my research uh, is not that I'm coming up with this information because I'm just like, um, I want to do it because <laughs> I just like, I just created this. Um, no, I found a study done by a student at the University of Oregon. And I just thought that that study was fascinating and I wanted to share it with you because this is going to fuel what you've been doing with your podcast and is going to help you understand that relationship that you are developing with your listeners. And if you're a listener, then you're going to understand like why this does this person who is a total stranger feel so familiar? Why this person is bringing me to tears? Why why I buy every single thing that they sell? Uh, why I go to their events? Uh-huh. Uh, like, why do I feel like I know this person better than my husband? <laughs> All those things, you're not weird. This is normal. Uh-huh. Uh- Are you ready? I'm ready. <clears throat> oh, but, but before we get okay. into the episode, uh-huh. uh, I want to share with you what I, I, I did this uh, past few weeks because okay. I'm very proud of it. 
I uh, made uh, my first video about how to start a podcast in Spanish. Yes. And if you think about it, I've been doing this for almost five years. The opportunity presented itself and I just jumped on it. Mm -hmm. We haven't done it on our channel because the majority of the people who watch our channel, they are English speaker yeah, they're English-speaking people. Yeah, so if we were going to create content in Spanish, we'd have to also create products in Spanish, which we do plan on doing eventually. Mm -hmm. And this might be kind of the first step in that. Yeah. And I was also really excited about this whole process because for the first time, I got to edit a full-length YouTube video in Spanish, in too. Spanish. So yeah. I got to experience part of what Veronica goes through with doing something in a second language. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, so, and it was a really, really interesting experience for me because I had to Google some things so <laughs> I would know how to say those in Spanish because I learned the industry jargon in English, but I don't know it in Spanish. So I have to go watch other videos from other creators in Spanish mm -hmm. and, and get some words like that and also like use the Google Translate to help me with that endeavor, but it turned out really well. And I'm going to share the, the link so you can go uh, see it and support it. We made it for RSS.com. RSS.com is a podcast hosting company that we've been collaborating with. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so that's one of the things I wanted to share with you. Let me see my notes. What else? <laughs> oh, and then the other thing is, I, I just want to know if you are enjoying Content Jefe. So wherever you are doing right now i know you may be driving or whatever when you get to a stop point or when doing you the get dishes. to your destination we will love it if you can rate and review our podcast if you're listening on apple podcast or follow our podcast on spotify yes or if you're watching it because this is a video podcast too uh, make sure that you subscribe to the channel mm -hmm. and make sure that you leave a comment we want to hear from you we're eager to know our audience so we can like get further into that parasocial relationship Ooh, i think that was a perfect segue into the beginning of the beef yes. of the episode yes so um, what inspired me to get into this episode and to get into research mode is because what I told you, that uh, that relationship that you develop with your listeners over time as a podcast host. In our case, we make videos and we make podcasts, so it's audio and video. And does it concern you or that, do you think that is kind of weird? I, I think we, we, we talked about this before, <laughs> like how there are, as we're laying in bed, there are hundreds or oh, sometimes thousands of people watching yeah. our videos yeah we look at the analytics and consuming and our content uh -huh, mm -hmm. while they're in bed or you know while isn't they're that weird? while they're in bed right <laughs> uh -huh. or while they're on the toilet uh -huh. or while they're waiting or passing time in any random place like mm -hmm. we're in their life in such a intimate way and we have no idea mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah we and i've had a few experiences where uh people who it's just the first time of me interacting with them on, on social media. <laughs> they make comments about me, things that I have said uh, personally, things that I have shared on our content. And it's like, how does that? Well, well, hello. Yeah. Um, but this is not I don't want to scare you with this episode. I just want to get you like excited about what's going on and for mm -hmm. you to have a deeper understanding. So that's why I put this episode together. Uh, but before we get into why is it so effective that you have this relationship with your listeners. Let me define what parasocial relationship is. 
so you can share it next time. You know, Thanksgiving is coming up. I don't know where this a bit when this episode is coming out. Yeah, but but you can just like share it with right your with your in laws. Uh-huh. In laws. In laws. With your in laws. There. <laughs> with your in laws. Oh, there you go. See. With your in laws. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, over Thanksgiving dinner, and then you you just drop in. You know, mm-hmm. this is a parasocial relationship. Mm-hmm. So in nineteen fifty six. Don Donald Hart, Harton Horton Horton heard a who? Horton Donald Harton I'm sorry Donald <laughs> <laughs> and Richard Wall did multiple studies and came up with the name of this phenomenon called parasocial interaction. They defined this as a sense of friendship or relationship that viewers form with media personalities. Mm. Um, it's a non-reciprocated phenomenon that gives the illusion of intimacy, which is only experienced by the audience. Like I was saying, we people know us, but we don't know them. Yes. So it's just one way. Yes. Um, it is something that builds over time. It's not just I watch a video and the, or I'll, I listen to a podcast and that's it. It, it builds over time. That's why it's important to be uh, very... What's the word? Consistent. Consistent. Yes. Consistent. Yeah. You're, yeah. Thank you. You're Consistent welcome. with the way that you show up for your audience. I think when that started coming about, it's interesting that came about in the fifties. As you may have heard the expression "break the fourth wall" uh-huh. in film, and it's when in a film or in television they look at the camera mm-hmm. and they address the audience. So with parasocial relationships, with podcasts, and also with YouTube videos. You know, you're actually looking directly at the camera and you, the tone that you're using and the language that you're using implies that you're speaking to the person on the other mm-hmm. side of the camera. Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a great point because parasocial relationships, when it comes to the screen, uh, you don't, audiences don't form those relationships with movie stars. Yeah. They they develop those relationships with uh, TV host personalities. Yeah. Because it feels like they're engaging in conversation. Uh-huh, yeah. It feels like they're speaking to... You because they're looking directly mm-hmm. at the camera. They're making eye contact with the camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about podcast consumption, consumption, and other media, because uh, I think this is important. This is another uh, interesting fact that I found. Podcast consumption is immersive because podcasts are portable. As long as you have earphones that can, you can listen everywhere you go to a podcast and it just makes it more intimate that you're listening to that person's voice in your ear. Mm-hmm. A traditional rad- radio offers a linear experience. Shows on radio, they're set on schedule and the listener doesn't have a lot of flexibility. They just have to listen to that show and that particular uh, time. Mm-hmm. But with podcasting, they can uh, listen on demand to episodes. Uh, that's why the, the parasocial relationship develops more in podcasting than in radio. Uh-huh. Um, they can because they will listen to episodes while they are, you know, ready to go to bed. Yeah, they're in their pajamas. Mm-hmm. They're doing relaxing, the doing the dishes. So it feels uh-huh. like you break. are there with work. the host. Yeah, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and um, you make also, all sorts of weird psychological associations because mm-hmm. you're doing all of these intimate. Private things, yeah. Privately with this person, privately mm-hmm. with this person, like speaking right into your ear, yeah. And the difference between between a podcast and the difference between 
uh, the podcast in an audiobook is that an audiobook is more scripted. Yeah, and it's you more, get, like you said, linear, and it's like not looking into the lens Not looking into the lens yeah. necessary, and also it's not conversational. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a podcast like this, we can, we're making the listener to be part of our conversation. Yes. Uh-huh. And that's why it's more conducive to a parasocial relationship. Yes, uh-huh. And we all know that we are in the attention economy, and that's why podcasting is such a powerful tool, is because of this relationship that you are developing with your listener, with mm-hmm. your audience. And because of this relationship, they make you part of their routine. They make you part of their lives. Yeah. And they look for ways that they can be with you in that intimate place, whether it's their car, whether it's their, their office, their cubicle, whether it's the, when they go on walks. That's mm-hmm. why it's just it's so important and powerful. And that's why I feel so passionate about it. Yeah. Okay. Now, these are the parasocial... Parasocial relationships or parasocial interactions, uh, they have been proven to be between audiences and people on the screen. This is the first study that I found about parasocial interactions between uh, listeners and podcast hosts. Host. So they can see the podcast host. They can just listen to the podcast host. Yeah. That's so why an audible parasocial audible, relationship. Yeah. yeah parasocial, parasocial. It's okay. Social. If your skin pro social, yeah, you know, so I'm... <laughs> I was, I'm just gonna say it fast. That's what I used to do when I was learning English. <laughs> like I was speak very fast, so people wouldn't understand me. Mm-hmm. So, but they will be like, "Is she?" Like I, I just, just so for those of you learning another language, uh, just confuse the other person. Yeah, just go really fast, and then they feel like they're pendejos mm-hmm. because they can understand you, so they won't ask you more questions. Mm-hmm. That was my. <laughs> That was my strategy. So you speak really fast, but then you look at them with an intimidating face. Yeah, like Like, confidence. Like you didn't get what I just "Mm -hmm." said? Like I just said it. Don't make me repeat myself. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I used to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And and it still works. So (laughs) these are the traits that in this study, uh, they found that exist in podcasting that confirms that there are there is a parasocial relationship with the listener. Mm. So the first one is identification. Studies conducted on podcast audiences reported that a strong reason why podcast listeners listened to a show regularly was that they perceived the host to be just like them. One of the uh, parasocial uh, interaction traits is identification. Mm. So that's why I was telling you, I know it's it's hard for some people to show themselves uh, the way that they are and the when they're not recording or where the cameras are not on. Yeah. But the more you can control, not control the narrative, but the more that you can share about your intimate life, your personality, the things that you like or dislike, Mm -hmm. the more your audience will be able to identify with you and the more you'll nurture that parasocial relationship. Yeah, it's a, it's also thought of as the similarity bias. The similarity bias, yes. Uh So um, I can just share... Uh, for example, I've been sharing that I like my cereal with hot milk, mm-hmm. and there may be people out there that also, doesn't yeah. <laughs> doesn't think so that have their uh, cereal with hot milk. Yeah, well, I mean, oatmeal <laughs> is one thing, but you know, regular crispy, crunchy cereal, the, the the heat encourages the sog. Yeah. Hey, I'm interrupting the episode for a little announcement. 
You know you have to create content to attract more prospects online, but the whole thing seems daunting and too much to figure out on your own. Which social media platform should I choose? Should I start making videos for IG Reels, TikTok, or YouTube? What skills do I need to learn? What equipment do I need? Or maybe you're considering starting a podcast for your business. And if any of that's the case, we want to invite you to sign up for the waitlist for Smart and Simple Podcasting. It's our first coaching program where we, the Pad Sound School, will be teaching you how to create and launch a professional podcast from scratch. Content marketing so your content is a lead generation machine for your business and different ways to maximize every time you record so you can create micro pieces of content that will go on different social media platforms. We'll be holding your hand through the whole process, meeting weekly with you, making sure that you're not getting left behind. We'll be teaching students and clients about podcast and video production and marketing for four years. Our approach to teaching is straightforward, innovative, and fun. So hurry up and go to podcastingsmart.com slash waitlist to sign up or find the link in the description of this episode. Stop working so hard on your content. Make your content work for you. Now back to the episode. Now, the other trait that was found in podcasting that identifies that there uh, is a parasocial relationship between podcast listeners and podcast, podcast hosts is the conversation practices. And this is the ability of podcast hosts to sound conversational, uh, and that affects the listening experience because podcasting is an audio-only medium it has more conversational structure, and it can be uh, it can make the listener feel that they are part of the conversation, especially when there are two hosts, like in this case, oh. um, blurring the lines between audiences and media persona. Interesting. Uh huh. So this is all really interesting stuff, and when you think about a podcast and if you have your own podcast and if you're going to have a podcast with a co-host mm -hmm. to understand that there is a person on the other end. Mm -hmm. uh, we coach people to actually, they call it the empty chair, like mm -hmm. in a business meeting where you're supposed to put a, a picture of somebody's face uh, that is your ideal person or your ideal listener mm -hmm. so that you feel them. So, you know, they're there with you. Yeah. Um, but then also some people just completely go away from that. It's like cinema verita or, or if that, if I'm pronouncing it right with the documentary film style of just having a fly on the wall and being a fly on the mm -hmm. wall, like that the, the listener gets the chance to actually eavesdrop. Mm -hmm. I think that is going to have a less of yes. an effect uh, as far as this parasocial mm -hmm. effect. So yeah, definitely. My, my question would be, and I, maybe I'm not sure uh, where you said we were going with the episode, but my question would be, what are the benefits of having a deep parasocial relationship? Is it that people will be, like you said at the beginning mm -hmm. of the episode, the deeper the parasocial relationship, the more they feel like they know you, mm -hmm. then the more they're going to take your advice, the more they're going to maybe enroll in your courses mm -hmm. or enroll in your mastermind projects. Exactly. Or it's about building trust. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, when you have a problem, when you when you uh, need a service, mm -hmm. you want to have that certainty and that trust that you are buying from the right person, that you feel like that person has your best interest at heart. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to build this relationship. If you have a podcast that is banter uh, between you and your, and your co-host, 
um, just make sure that you don't, that's why inside jokes don't work. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we, 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 we teach people not to do those and just elaborate and explain things. So you include the listener into your conversation. Mm -hmm. So uh, they feel part of, of that interaction and not like a fly on the wall. Yeah. And sometimes the inside jokes, you know, there's every, there's exceptions to all of this stuff mm -hmm. because sometimes you have an inside joke that's almost an ongoing inside joke that you have with your regular listeners. Mm -hmm. But every now and then you need to pause and explain what that inside joke means yeah. if you're going to continue. Yeah. To and it. to tell you a little bit more about my example is like I, because of our work, I'm constantly on social media. I'm, I'm always on social media. And when I see a coach or somebody that, uh, that I find interesting or that has something to offer for me, I, it's so refreshing to know that that person has a podcast because I can go and listen to the podcast and see if I like that person's personality. Yeah. Uh -huh. If that's somebody who shares the same values, if I like the way that they express themselves. Yeah. Because it's very hard to do this only on social media. Uh, you know, there's there's so much you can do in a 60 second reel or or reading. is It's just not a real person. It doesn't yeah. feel like a real person. Yeah. So I would guess then that mm -hmm. there are platforms or there are types of content that you could make that are going to have a higher um, probability of a parasocial relationship mm -hmm. developing. And I think one would be, I think before thinking in podcasts, my first one would be YouTube mm -hmm. videos, especially when it's a single person or even two people because you're looking directly in the lens. Mm -hmm and you the language that you're using but you can implement those same strategies within your podcast yeah because it's happening whether you understand it or not yeah the relationship is developing already mm, yeah so that's why you need to have this understanding and like why and maybe i'm just making this episode for me and if i am like i'm very proud of myself because i'm <laughs> such a nerd <laughs> like, i hope you're finding value in this i'm just like selfish okay then um, authenticity is another trade that it's found in, in podcasting too. Uh, when listeners hear the self-disclosure from the host, it enhances their feeling of connectedness and ability to identify and cultivate intimacy with them. And that's why, and I thought this made me think about the Joe Rogan Experience mm -hmm. podcast. And you may not like Joe Rogan. Yeah. But it's he just shows himself the way he is. There's no filter, mm -hmm. so that's why they're list. He's so popular because they identified with Joe Rogan. Yeah, or at least he gives off the impression that there's no filter. Yeah, he has yeah. very strong views, mm -hmm. and he just shares those. And he like, shares those, and views he's been and in he's... travel for that. Yeah, uh -huh. but when you do that, then you find people out there that identify with you, and they're like they have this immediate emotional response to you and to your authenticity and to your authenticity so yeah. now he's gonna sell me his protein powder yeah and i'm gonna buy it yeah uh -huh. or his his energy drink or yeah? whatever diet program or he's whatever on, diet or program whatever it is and because dude he's he's on he understands me i wonder how many mattresses joe rogan has sold a bunch of them we love joe rogan <laughs> intimacy it's another you trait. can love joe rogan okay i, I i'm not <laughs> sure i do but okay he's a human being i want to rub he's a, no, on he's his a head. human being and we embrace all human beings i Let's want to make his head way. really shiny and oh, i want to hit the gym with him for sure i know yeah he's like old right Is he i don't his know 60s? 50s? but he looks like i mean you know he's shiny okay but this episode is not about him no it's not he's just a mystery to he's me. shiny 
Okay, and the, the last one um, is the intimacy factor. And this pod, podcast listeners also reported signs of intimacy, uh, feelings of knowing the host well, because the host share personal topics. With earphones, your voice is literally in the listener's ear. Mm -hmm. And with a compressor, it sounds even better. Oh, yeah, the audio engineer is like, yeah. Mm. So that's important. It is important. Make sure that your podcast sounds amazing. You put a compressor on a microphone and you get this close. I mean, mean, you never even hear a voice like Mm -hmm. that, except for in your imagination, in your dreams. Yeah, and and you're going to like this. Mm -hmm. They can hear your breaths, Uh the quivering of your voice if you're getting emotional. Ooh. Or at the verge of tears. Ah. And the fact that they're sitting alone, giving you their full attention case and spike feelings of intimacy. It's like they're going through that emotion with you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or they might even be, she sounds a little tense today. Mm-hmm. Or in this case, uh, the for those of you who are parasocially mm-hmm. uh, attached to Veronica, <laughs> you're like, oh, she's hoarse, you know? Like she has the cold. She has that same damn cold I do. <laughs> and then for those of you who have weird outbursts like me, <laughs> then I hope that we can get together yeah. and go have fun. Yeah. You know? so, <laughs> so, and and this takes me to the last point. Oh, this is good. Uh, this is good. Which is, uh, is what you asked me. Like, why is this important? I feel okay, like- Okay, so this I isn't did... another quality. Can we quickly just repeat no. the five okay. things? The, the one, two, three, four, four things. Okay. Four traits that were found in uh, podcasting. Yeah. The identification. Identification. Conversation practices. Conversation so practices. that's the, the conversational trait that podcasting has. Yes. Uh, authenticity. Authenticity. And intimacy. And intimacy. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe I didn't make, I should have made more clear at the beginning of this episode, like why is this important? Because you kept asking me and I apologize if I... I didn't make that clear at the beginning. I was just so excited to jump into this. Yeah. But it's important because it develops a strong community of super fans and helps you create a movement. And we were seeing that in um, podcasts that are going viral. Uh-huh. Podcasts that are getting like, for example, Crime Junkie and how they're able to solve cold cases and how they're just doing all these like amazing things uh-huh, yeah. for uh, victims of, of crimes. Yeah, or another podcast is uh, mm-hmm. Don't Keep Your Day Job. Mm-hmm. How many people have quit their jobs? Oh, yeah. How many I people was one have, of those. Yeah. I was one of those and she is part of my week and it, she's been part of my week for four years, five years. You have years. a bunch of those that are part of your week. Like every week I uh-huh. listen to that woman. Uh-huh, yeah. And I have bought her book. Yeah. I have bought other like, people who she's had on her podcast. Yeah, and she has, things. you know, super fans like crazy. Super fans, masterminds and things. She's bringing people to you her house. The, the different, I mean. $10,000 per ticket. It's ooh, just. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just saying that the difference that what you would think is a podcast, it's not just to sell mattresses. Mm-hmm. I mean, the difference that it's actually making in the world. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. the difference that it's making in the world. Yeah, that's true. Which is pretty and cool. And the last one is that. Even though um, it's a one-sided relationship, it comes with great responsibility and accountability uh, on your part, on our part, because we're podcast hosts too. I'm not sharing this information so you manipulate your audience, so you learn how to manipulate your audience. I hope that you use this information in a responsible way to nurture that relationship that you are developing with your listeners, Mm -hmm. because I know that you care for them. Yeah, and also to... 
We do, and we care about you. Have that mind about your own relationships when you're looking at people. We do have an episode here on our podcast that draws some controversy with this that you can come listen to. Uh, you can find it on, uh, we'll leave the the link in the, the description linkity. below, the linkity and the thingity. Uh, it's about deception <laughs> and it's about manipulation and mm -hmm. it's about the ways mm -hmm. that we do manipulate reality. Uh, you know, we do put lights and cameras on us and we get ourselves into the right mm -hmm. mood to perform. And we're not always showing every little detail and we can choose which details of our lives that we share mm -hmm. with our audience. And all of that goes into, it's all part of the art form of, and the creative act of it all. Mm -hmm. But I think there's something to, just like having those outbursts on camera sometimes and finding nice ways to share them. And we've had techniques of sharing mm -hmm. those kind of things in future episodes. So make sure that you do stay in the loop with the podcast. If you have any questions mm -hmm. about things that we have mm -hmm. covered or uh, suggestions for things you want us to cover in the future, definitely leave those as a comment anywhere that you are consuming this podcast. As a reminder, it is a video podcast on YouTube and on Spotify. And then the audio version of this podcast is available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yes. So I love this. I think this is really cool. And I am really flattered and honored that I get to have a parasocial relationship with you. <laughs> I do have to say my final thought on this that I think is crazy is that it doesn't just come with responsibility. It also is bizarre on mm -hmm. this side. You know, you don't get to, uh, you don't get to have the relationship mm -hmm. in turn. So the closeness, so it can be, lonely it can be lonesome mm -hmm. and it can be, and, and for that reason, uh, another thing that you could do is make sure that when you are consuming content from your favorite creators, if you've been listening to a podcast for a long enough time that you've actually developed a under, okay, like for example, if you're going to buy a rug or uh, buy something that somebody tells you to buy, it's because you've developed a close enough relationship with them that you should leave a comment on some type of media that they put out, that you should mm -hmm. reach out and let them know I've developed this relationship with you. You've made a difference in my life. Mm -hmm. That is the the fuel that keeps, that is the engine behind this. So we have responsibilities on both sides of the equation. Yeah. So with that, uh, I hope you have a great day and keep tuning in. Subscribe and follow our podcast and we will catch you on the next episode. I made it. <laughs>